Shalom, my dear brothers and sisters. We are going now, with the help of the Lord, to continue with the study of 2 Corinthians. And in this portion of the reading, we will read 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1 to 21. Hopefully you have your Bibles with you. Please turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, and I would like to read the whole chapter. So follow me, please. We read, It is not expedient for me, doubtless, to glory. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. I knew a man in Christ, in Mashiach, above fourteen years ago, whether in the body I cannot tell, or whether out of the body I cannot tell. God knoweth, such an one caught up to the third heaven. And I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell, God knoweth. How that he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words, which it is not lawful for a man to utter. Of such an one will I glory, yet of myself I will not glory, but in mine infirmities. For though I would desire to glory, I shall not be a fool, for I will say the truth. But now I forbear, lest any man should think of me above that which he seemeth, me to be, or he heareth of me. And lest I should be exalted above measure, through the abundance of their revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan, to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me, and he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake, for when I am weak, then I am strong. I am become a fool in glory. Ye have compelled me, for I ought to have been commended of you, for in nothing am I behind the very chiefest apostles, though I be nothing. Truly, the signs of an apostle were wrought among you in all patience, in signs and wonders, and mighty deeds. For what is it wherein ye were inferior to other churches, except... It be that I myself was not burdensome to you, 
forgive me this wrong. Behold, the third time I am ready to come to you, I will not be burdensome to you, for I seek not yours, but you. For the children ought not to lay up for their parents, but the parents for the children. And I will very gladly spend and be spent for you, though the more abundantly I love you, the less I be loved. But be it so, I did not burden you, nevertheless, being crafty, I caught you with guile. Did I make a gain of you by any of them whom I sent unto you? I desired Titus, and with him I sent a brother. Did Titus make a gain of you? Walked we not in the same spirit? Walked we not in the same steps? Again, think ye that we excuse ourselves unto you? We speak before God in Christ, but we do all things, dearly beloved, for your edifying. For I fear lest, when I come, I shall not find you such as I would, and that I shall be found unto you such as ye would not, lest there be debates, envying, wrath, strifes, backbitings, whisperings, swellings, tumults, and lest when I come again my God will humble me among you, and that I shall bewail many which have sinned already, and have not repented of the uncleanness and fornication and lasciviousness which they have committed. Well, dearly beloved brothers and sisters, I finished to read these 21 verses of Second Corinthians chapter 12, an extremely interesting chapter, because in this ch 12 chapter, beloved brothers and sisters, the Apostle Paul is about to conclude the letter to the Corinthians, and what does he do here? He seeks to show them that while he had such an amazing experience that the Lord have given unto him and used him through this experience and teaching that he received from the Lord, that he could communicate with the Corinthians and many other local churches in Asia Minor, yet at the same time he did not want to exalt himself, but he humbled himself and that the Corinthians themselves did not treat him right. The Apostle Paul intended to come to the Corinthians and to continue to minister to them. But unfortunately, as we have learned throughout the second epistles, that they were influenced by false apostles, by those who claimed to serve God. And instead of recognizing the service that the Apostle Paul had in their midst, they listened to the false apostles. We have read of these false apostles in the 11th chapter. In verse 13 of chapter 11 we read, For such are false apostles, 
deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ, of the Messiah. And no marvel, verse 14, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. You see, beloved brothers and sisters, Paul continues to appeal to the Corinthians and uh, present himself before them as the one that truly served them and uh, exposing them as to their conduct and behavior and as to their a lack of acknowledgement of his service to them. And so now notice this. After we have concluded in the previous chapter, this is chapter 11, where the servant of God knew and knows best, and he behaved, this is Paul, as a father to the Corinthian believers, and he presented himself as a one that have godly jealousy over the assembly at Corinth, a one who has concern for the Corinthian believers, uh, who warn them, and who have generous way he ministered to them. Now in these verses of the 12th chapter, the apostle Shaul Paul is continuing now to show them the experiences that he had before the Lord and the fact that he wanted to confront the Corinthians and really to expose them of their wrongdoing so they can now change and appreciate his ministry in their midst. Now again, we are in the second letter of the Corinthians. Uh, in the first letter, Paul wrote to them a long letter that exposed their reality in their local assembly. In the second letter, Paul is opening his heart and sharing with them his love for the Corinthian believers and uh, how he humbled himself before the Lord and before the the believers there in serving them as a father serves his own children out of love and concern for them. Now in this 12th chapter, Paul presents before the Corinthians his experience that he have had in paradise in the first 10 verses. And then in verse 11 to verse 21, Paul had to confront the Corinthians and actually to shame them for their behavior. So, very interesting, beloved brothers and sisters, in the first 10 verses, Paul show and reveal some truth that we would have never known unless he wrote it in this second letter to the Corinthians. In verses 1 to 10, he shared with the Corinthians his experience in paradise. Can you imagine, beloved brothers and sisters? So this section is really the climax of Paul's defense of his apostleship. In other words, 
he is really bringing now in his writing to the Corinthians the climax. He is showing to them how different he is in comparison to the false apostles whom the Corinthians follow after and whom the Corinthians believed to instead of uh, setting them aside and believing what the Lord have done through the Apostle Shaul Paul in their midst. So this is the climax. And in order to avoid exalting himself, the Apostle Shaul Paul describes himself here in the third person in these 10 verses of 2 Corinthians chapter 12. So he shares his experience. And he shared them with the Corinthian in the third person because he did not want to exalt himself. So you notice what we read. First of all, you could see that Paul is sharing what God has done for him, what the Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, has done for him, and how God, how the Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, have honored Paul, had humbled Paul and had helped Paul in the first 10 verses. God honored Paul, God humbled Paul, and God helped Paul in his ministry. You know, beloved brothers and sisters, God would honor any servant, any servant who seek to please the Lord, God will ultimately honor him. And so notice in verse 1 of 2 Corinthians 12, It is not expedient for me, doubtless, to glory. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. That expression, it is not expedient for me. In other words, I don't want to boast. It is not common for me to boast. You see, the false apostles that came to Corinth and turned the believers there against Paul, they boasted themselves. They boasted themselves in so many ways. So, you see, Paul really showing to the Corinthians, instead of me boasting myself as these false apostles boast themselves, I want to show you how God had honored me, and I'm sharing this with you. But again, brothers and sisters, I want to mention that Paul does not use himself in the first person as he's presenting this, but he's using this uh, revelation for the Corinthian in third person. So you notice, beloved brothers and sisters, he says, it is not expedient for me to doubtless to glory, but he said, I'm going to come and I'm going to share to you about the visions and revelation that I have received from the Lord. For that word for expedient or doubtless, uh, so he kind of said, this boasting will do no good, but I must go on and I must share with you what happened to me in my life and how God have dealt with me, how the Lord have dealt with me. So he says, it is not expedient for me doubtless to glory. 
I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. This is verse 1. Remember, beloved brothers and sisters, that we have already seen in Acts chapter 9. And if you remember in verse 3 that we have read there, how the Lord revealed himself to Shaul when he was on the way to Damascus. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven, and he fell to the earth, and heard a voice saying unto him, Shaul, Shaul, why persecutest thou me? You see, already on the way to Damascus, while he opposed the early Jewish believers of first century, the Lord appeared unto Shaul Paul from heaven. This is the Messiah, Jesus, Yeshua from heaven, appearing unto Shaul and speaking with him from heaven. In chapter 2 of Acts, in verse 6, we read, Paul was relating to the men and brethren what happened to him on the way to Damascus. We read in verse 6, as he was relating the same event, he said, And it came to pass, as I made my journey, and was come nigh unto Damascus, about noon, suddenly there shone from heaven a great light round about me. And you see, he was relating to his brethren and the fathers in, in Jerusalem, in the Hebrew language, what took place when he was initially opposing Yeshua and the followers of Jesus, Yeshua, the Messiah. And so there's so much to say. Uh, God gave Paul so much revelation that what Paul revealed to us here in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 is not everything, but some of the revelation that he received so he can relate this to the believers at Corinth who followed initially after the false apostles. Let me just mention one or two more verses. In Acts chapter 16, in verse 9, we read, And a vision appeared to Paul at night. There stood a man of Macedonia, and prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. This is when the Apostle Paul uh, took Timothy and circumcised him, and he was on the way uh, to go uh, toward Macedonia. And you remember we read that a man from Macedonia beseeched him, as Paul saw that vision in uh, Acts 16 and verse uh, 9. In Acts chapter 18, uh, this is actually when Paul was at Corinth. Shaul, Paul says in verse 9 and 10, listen to what we read. Then spake the Lord to Paul. The Lord was speaking to him, showing himself through visions to the apostle Paul in a night vision. And he says, be not afraid, but speak and hold not thy peace, for I am with thee. And no man shall set on thee to hurt thee, for I have many people in this city. Imagine, beloved brothers and sisters, the Lord 
Jesus the Messiah reveal himself to Paul again and again and again. This is fascinating as we read these verses. Now just another verse to mention for us here as we study this portion. In Ephesians chapter 3, the Apostle Paul received the truth of the church, of the assembly, where we read in chapter 3, for this cause, I, Paul, verse 1, a prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentile, if ye have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me towards you, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery as I wrote a four in few words whereby when I, ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Mashiach, of Christ, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto the holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of, the, of his promises in Christ by the gospel. The revelation of the mystery of Christ that the Gentiles will be fellow heir with the Jews in this heavenly body of Christ, the church, the assembly, was a revelation that Shaul Paul received from the Lord as well. So, visions and revelations Paul received so many times, which he conveys it to the, the Ephesians to the, his brethren, uh, the Jewish people in the city of Jerusalem, in the book of Acts, and here in Second Corinthians, he revealed the revelation that he had received and the experience that he had had in paradise, in uh, paradisos, in heaven. So now notice that. We read in verse 2, Second Corinthians, Chapter 12 and verse 2, God honored Shaul Paul by not only showing him visions, but also he honored him by taking him to heaven and back down to earth. That is unusual experience that a normal individual do not experience. This was unique to a few individuals in biblical history of whom we read. And so, for example, in the book of Revelation, we read of Yohanan, John, that he received visions. And you remember the Lord said to him, come up hither in chapter 4 of the book of Revelation. Here we see how God honored Paul by taking him to heaven and then brought him back to earth. Notice Paul says in verse 2, I know a man in Christ. Notice he doesn't say, it's me. He says, I, Paul, no. But he, because of his humble attitude, he doesn't want to mention that the fact that it was him. So he's saying, I know a man. I know a man in Christ, in the Mashiach. About 40 years ago, whether in the body, I cannot tell, or whether out of the body, I cannot tell. God knoweth. Such an one caught up to, to the third heaven. So in verse 2, 
the apostle Paul, using a third person, but applying it really, he's speaking of himself, but because he didn't want to exalt himself, he uses this in a third person. And he says, notice that, I knew a man in Christ about 40 years ago, whether in the body I cannot tell, or whether it is out of the body I cannot tell, but God knoweth of such a one that was caught up to the third heaven. Now this is extremely interesting, beloved brothers and sisters. It was about 14 years earlier, we can say it about 43, 44 AD, sometimes after the Apostle Shaul Paul departed from Tarsus. After chapter 9, he received the revelation from Yeshua the Messiah and, and he received salvation. He became a child of God. And after chapter 11 and onward in the book of Acts, then we find out that Apostle Paul is now looking back to the period of time some 14 years earlier from the time that he writes Second Corinthians, and he's speaking to the Corinthians and telling them how that 14 years ago, whether it was in the body, meaning that whether he was taken with his body to heaven, or, notice, out of the body, or with his spirit out of his body. So whether it was entirely with the body or without the body in the spirit, he's saying, I would like you to know that such a one was caught up to the third heaven. And you notice this, beloved brothers and sisters, this expression, the third heaven is very interesting because the first heaven is the sky and the clouds which we see before us, right? As we lift up our eyes and we look to heaven, in Hebrew it is called Shamaim. We look to the heavens, to the Shamaim, and we see what is before us. We see the sky, we see the clouds, and uh, it is kind of evident before us that that first heaven is really the sky and the cloud that are set before us. 